The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus told his disciples a parable about the necessity for them to pray always without becoming weary. He said, There was a judge in a certain town who neither feared God nor respected any human being. And a widow in that town used to come to him and say, Render a just decision for me against my adversary. For a long time, the judge was unwilling, but eventually he thought, while it is true that I neither fear God nor respect any human being, because this widow keeps bothering me, I shall deliver a just decision for her, lest she finally come and strike me. The Lord said, Pay attention to what the dishonest judge says. Will not God then secure the rights of his chosen ones who call out to him day and night? Will he be slow to answer them? I tell you, he will see to it that justice is done for them speedily. But when the Son of Man comes, Will he find faith on earth? The Gospel of the Lord. One of the qualities that made Jesus such a revered teacher then as well as now was his skill at telling a story. And one of the tools he frequently wove into those narratives was parable. The parables were a common form of uh, teaching at the time of Jesus, especially among the rabbis, and they had a rather specific structure. They usually began with a description of something very ordinary and mundane. And just as the description almost lulls the person into a hypnotic state, suddenly there comes a surprising element, something that shocks the hearer into a new level of understanding. And that in turn then invites them to uncover a deeper meaning of their relationship with God. And so we know Jesus' parables, like uh, the mustard seed, the coins in the field, the prodigal son, the good Samaritan, and all of those have that basic structure. Some of the parables Jesus tells bring a, a tragic situation to a good conclusion. Others end on a very enigmatic note, kind of bewildering. And the reader or the hearer has to keep probing 
deeper and deeper to find some very rich meaning there. The parable we just heard today is of that latter, the parable of this widow and this unjust judge. We heard that he, this judge, has no fear of God nor of any human being. But this widow comes to him day and night, repeatedly asking for justice. And essentially what she's asking for are the very basic things to survive. That's what justice would have meant for her. Now, keep in mind, this could have been a rather young woman. Men died early at the time of Jesus, so this is not necessarily some decrepit old lady who's only got a few years to live. This could be someone in her 20s or 30s. She could have children in her care. And in that time, in that part of the world, widows were the most vulnerable of people. If there was no man, husband to protect and secure her, she was left uh, very open to being shoved into the void of non-existence. And if she had children, it was all the more tragic. So it, it's a very delicate and dangerous situation, which is why she keeps coming back and back and back. And the judge or any king or leader, they were supposed to be the ones who secured for these vulnerable people what they needed because nobody else was doing it. But as we heard here, this one doesn't at all. She repeatedly comes back. He doesn't care. He doesn't want to see her. He has no time for her. Her needs don't matter to him until finally he decides he better give what she wants because she's getting hostile. And he says, she might come and strike me. Now, that's a very mild translation of the Greek. The word there is hupopiazzo, and it's a very technical term from the boxing activities, and it means literally a right uppercut. That's what she's going to do. At a different time, she'd be an MMA. So this is no widow you want to mess with because she's in such a dire situation. So he grants what she needs. And there we hear it ended. So what do we make of all of that? If this parable is supposed to give us an image of God, it's not very flattering. If God is to be likened to this despicable judge who cares only about himself and disregards the needs of the most needy people, and then if prayer is supposed to be this incessant nagging and begging and groveling, even threatening God, Again, not a very flattering image. What we need, though, is this one key that unlocks that parable. And it's another literary feature that was common at the time of Jesus. And it's called the argument from lesser to greater. Lesser to greater. So you begin with something that is ordinary and known to the people and then you stretch their minds and imaginations to something 
that is loftier and greater. That's just what Jesus did. He began with this ordinary, common understanding of judges at that time, who were not always that judge, just. And then he gradually leads them to the understanding that God is nothing like that. So Jesus is not trying to show the similarity between the judge and God. He's trying to show the dissimilarity. Because if this cold-hearted judge is eventually going to give what this widow needs, how much more will God, the perfect judge, the compassionate judge, the God who sees us as his sons and daughters, he will be nothing like that judge. That's very important, I believe, for us to keep in our minds because I suspect we have all at some time or another felt like the widow, where there was something we needed or felt we deserved, and we prayed ardently, and we got no answer. At a time of crisis or tragedy or suffering, we pray, and instead of getting divine assistance, we get divine silence. And we ask, God, don't you care? And it's precisely at that time that we need to go back to this parable and realize that God is the compassionate Father, the loving judge, the one who embraces all human beings and who knows our needs even before we know them. So there's never a cause to grovel. But God has his own timetable because God sees the whole picture of life and reality, and we see just a sliver of it. So God knows what's best for us, what we need, when we need it, even if we think God isn't listening. Our challenge, then, is to trust that, to trust that God hears us always and will give us what we need to be the most wholesome, healthy, spiritual people that he always intended us to be. The challenge to trust like that is nothing new. It's probably been around ever since human beings began to pray and wonder, are the gods listening? Is our God listening? So if that's always been the challenge, I suspect that's precisely why Jesus felt the need to tell that parable.